The next three Mishnahs talk about the purchase of goods and meeting expectations, reasonable expectations of purchasers. Um, here in Mishnah Aleph, we're talking about the selling of seeds. Think of it as, you know, like wheat kernels or you know, barley kernels for your cholent. When you buy barley for your cholent, you could either cook the barley and eat it yourself, or you could take the barley corns and plant them um, in the garden to grow new barley plants. And certainly in the time of the Mishnah, that was very common. People grew barley in the backyard, in the field. So therefore, um, the purchaser might be buying this barley or beans or peas or grain, whatever it is, um, for either eating or for planting. Now, it seems for a Mishnah that um, even if um, it might be more common to, either way, it doesn't make a difference. The point is that um, if it's not all of these seeds and grains, cereals are um, going to, even if they're edible, they're not necessarily going to work um, to sprout. So the question is, what happens if you buy your grain or your legumes, you don't specify you're intending to use it for seed for your field? Uh, and then you do use it for seeding, and it's not; it doesn't work. You know, it doesn't sprout, and it's not because it's not because you know it didn't rain that something like that. You know, your neighbors or even the other parts of your field did sprout, but the field that you seeded with these grains or seeds or bees or beans or peas, whatever it is, didn't sprout. So that means that the person who sold them to you presumably gave you defective um, seeds. So the question is, can you ask for a refund if you sold you defective seeds? And the mission is going to say, no, you can't, because since you didn't specify you need it for seeding, he can say, listen, you asked for wheat. I assumed you were going to eat the wheat, so I gave it to you edible wheat. You didn't ask about wheat that's going to sprout. Okay? Um, so that's the mission has to say for starters. It says, If Reuven sells to Shimon some seeds, like that are edible seeds, um, but that he Shimon used them for planting his backyard, and they don't sprout, um, even if it's Zerapishtan, I'll explain that in a minute, that means flax seeds, it's not Shimon's, excuse me, Reuven sold it, it's not Reuven's uh, problem to reimburse Shimon for the seeds that didn't sprout, because Reuven could say to Shimon, you didn't tell me you wanted ones to plant, and you could have just eat, eaten what I gave you, and there was perfectly fine for eating, and there, that's that. Um, so now the reason it says Ephilozerapishtan is because flax seeds, although they can be eaten, um, and you can use them to make oil, linseed oil, and so on. But most of the time, when people buy flax seeds, they're intending to use it to grow flax plants to produce linen fibers and fabric, ultimately. That's normal. So therefore, the vast majority of flax seed purchasers are not intending to eat the flax seeds. They're intending to plant them. Says the Mishnah, even so, since he didn't explicitly say that when he purchased the flax seeds, the seller can say, oh, I assumed you wanted these flax seeds for eating or for oil making or something, and therefore, what do you want from me that I gave you ones that didn't work? You can't ask for a refund now. Um, now, the chiddush here is that there's a general rule of um, when we're not sure what to do, we go after rove, the majority, and that's certainly true for Isra Beheter. You know, if you find your fla- some flax seeds in the street and you're not sure if they're kosher or not kosher, whatever that would mean, you have to decide, oh, the majority of this this flax seeds or this meat or this, you know, these cupcakes and um, the majority of the bakeries or butcheries or flaxseed manufacturing plants, kosher? And if the answer is yes, then you can eat it. And if the answer is no, then you can't eat it. So we're going after rove. But here, it's different. Because that's going by Isr Vahetar. If you're talking about, you know, like a ritual law, Yorubadeya stuff. But in terms of Dine Mamanus, financial claims, so here, of course, Reuven and Shimon are fighting over, um, is Shimon entitled to a refund? 
So the rule is always Hamotim Machavero Alavaraya. If you're trying to get money back, if Shimon is trying to get back money from Reuven, so Alav Haraya, the burden of proof was on him uh, to show that uh, he was he was essentially sold a dud. Um, and if Reuven says, I didn't give you a dud, you could have eaten those flax too. They're fine for eating. They're fine for turning to oil. So then um, even if Shimon says, yeah, but, you know, obviously, I mean, 99 out of 100 people who buy flax seeds aren't planning on eating them. They're planning on planting them. So why would you assume that I was going to I was gonna eat them? So that's not, a, but that's not a raya. Because even though it's true, most people don't, some people do. And Reuven can take the position, I took the, I assumed you were part of those some people. And the fact that there's a majority who don't doesn't make a darn difference. And that's the Chiddush for Mishnah. The rove, the majority position, isn't Kovea and doesn't determine in terms of, as a raya, as proof for extracting money from Chavira. Okay, so that's the first part of the Mishnah. Rabbi Shim Magamil Omer, and now this is actually, presumably, it's not a Machlokas. He actually is the ton of his whole Mishnah, even though it sounds like he's arguing. But he says, Zerone Gina. If you're talking about seeds that are used for planting, like, say, a vegetable patch, the kind of seeds that are never eaten. You understand? In other words, you know, when you want to plant a tomato uh, patch, so you're going to go buy tomato seeds. Nobody buys tomato seeds to eat them. So when the purchaser went to buy the tomato seeds, there's no possibility that the salesperson said, oh, I thought you wanted to eat those seeds. Nope, they're not edible. And therefore, when it comes to zeronegina, things eat, seeds you don't eat, you just plant. Since they're not edible, there's a responsibility to reimburse the purchaser if the seeds that were delivered ultimately didn't um, sprout because they were defective. Again, it can't be that the bad guy in the story is the purchaser who didn't water the tomatoes properly or something. But if that's not the case, so then if they were defective seeds or presumed to be defective seeds, so then the seller is responsible to making the purchaser whole and reimbursing him for the cost of those seeds.